Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. So we've got a whole bunch of callers on hold, and we'll just go ahead and go to the phones. Oh, wait, one thing I forgot to mention. This month in June, my live is next Tuesday, June 20th at uh, 8 Eastern because I'm going to be out of town the following. We usually do it the fourth Tuesday of the month, but this month we're doing it the third Tuesday of the month. So go to Ask Julie Ryan Live and uh, askjulieryan.com forward slash live and sign up for the live. It's a blast. It's just a party. We do it on Zoom. You come in your jammies if you want and uh, I get to answer questions and it, it, it's just a blast. We have so much fun. So I hope you can join us next Tuesday, Ask Julie Ryan Live on June 20th. Looks like our first caller is Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm terrific. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Great. Where are you? I'm in San Diego, California. Poor baby. Tough duty. <laughs> One of the most fabulous places on the whole planet. Oh, yes, gosh. We do I have understand. Weather. Yeah, I understand that you, you're in the middle of June gloom, though. I talked to somebody from San Diego this morning. Yeah, it rained the other day, actually. So That's what I heard. It was unusual. Yeah. I know that song, It Never Rains in Southern California. I'd sing, but I don't want to hurt anybody's ears. Anyways, well, you got a question for me? Yes, I do. I have been um, battling a pulled upper glute of some sort for probably five or six months. Um, I'm not sure what I did, and I'm not even sure if it's my actual upper glute, but I've been to the chiropractor. I started going to acupuncture, um, and now I have an appointment to talk to my doctor to perhaps get an MRI, and I don't know if it's stemming from my back or if it actually is my upper glute, but it creates almost like a Charlie horse effect. And it's extremely painful to the point where um, it used to be intermittent and now it's almost constant pain. I'm not oh, quite honey. sure what it is. Oh my gosh. But it doesn't go down your leg. It just stays in your, in your butt cheek. No. In the beginning, it was almost like sciatica where it did travel down my leg, but it hasn't for months. And now recently my toes have been tingling. Oh, that's nerve. That's nerves. Yeah. Okay. Let me get you on my radar and we'll see what we can do to, to help you with that. How this works for those of you that are 
first-time listeners or, or callers is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into Lori out in San Diego. And then I'm going to have a hologram of you on my, in my mind's eye, Lori. And then I'm going to envision shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. And it's going to be as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT or a, an MRI. And then something will be identified and then there'll be an energetic healing that will begin. Now, I'm going to describe that in detail, what I'm seeing, because I want you to envision it. If you can envision it, it's going to help integrate the healing into your body because we're the, and my analogies are hilarious at times, but that is honest to God how they come into my head and they come in in, a, in symbols and pictures And they're designed to bypass our conscious brain and go right into our subconscious because it helps integrate the healing into your body. So I may tell you your elbow looks like whipped cream or something crazy like that, but just just hang with me and envision what I'm seeing. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading out to you in San Diego. All right, got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Okay. This looks like it's nerves, looks like it's sciatica. When I picture a nerve, Lori, imagine that it looks like an aquarium tubing, that clear aquarium tubing that you'll see inside an aquarium, right, in a fish tank. And um, vascular, the vascular system looks like a network of tubes that are that size of aquarium tubing. And nerves, imagine they're, they're the inner diameter of spaghetti. <laughs> so they're thinner than the vascular system. I warned you about my analogies. And so what I'm watching is I'm watching it get rotor-rooted. Imagine there's a, there's a little corkscrew that's inside that tube, and it's spinning really fast. And what it's doing is it's morselating any kind of debris that's inside that nerve. What I see is dead cells when nerves get injured, dead cells like other debris that can be inside the nerves themselves. And so this little corkscrew just spins and it chops up everything and then we're going to irrigate it, which I love doing because the irrigation fluid comes flying out the end of your toes, makes your foot look like a sprinkler, cracks me up every time I see it. And and so what's happening still is it's still spinning all the way down your leg and into your feet. And then it'll go into those nerves in your toes is what's happening. Okay, irrigated. Got it. Now I'm pouring stem cell energy inside that tube. Stem cell energy, Lori, looks like a light amber color gel, has sparkles in it, reminds me of dippity Do. You're not old enough probably to remember dippity Do hair gel in the 60s and 70s. Do you? Okay. But that's, isn't that hilarious that that's the analogy that spirit gave me for stem cell energy? Spirit has a great sense of humor. I have come to discover over all these years. There's a vortex spinning behind your rear end. And what that's doing is that is transforming the stem cell energy into new nerve tissue. So I've got that. While that's happening, I'm going upstream. I think it looks like you have a bulging disc and it's pressing on it. So what I'm watching is I'm watching the vertebrae get propped up. I'm watching the disc disc get put back in. And then there's this little netting 
that I see installed from the upper to the lower vertebrae. Back to the fish analogy, think of a goldfish net. You know how that stuff's so fine. And so that gets stretched. And the funny thing about that is when I go back in and scan somebody later, I don't remember what we do in the healings. I mean, I'll remember you, but I don't remember what we what all we do in the healings. And I'll go back in and I'll say, do we do a healing on your back? Because I can see this netting that I watch get installed all the time. So hopefully that'll help. I'm glad you're going to go to the, you're going to go to a neurologist or an orthopedist. No, I'm going to my general practitioner just to get the referral to see if I can get an MRI. But I wanted to find out from you, you know, maybe if you knew ahead of time what was going on and what the best mode of attack would be. The the acupuncture is helping some. What? I obviously prefer not to have back surgery if that's what it comes to. Um, Right, right. I see you laying on the floor with your feet. Uh, up in the air and your legs curled in, like your knees, you know, if you grab your knees and then I see you rocking back and forth. Yeah, that's one of the exercises that they told me to do. Yeah, I see you doing that and I see that hopefully helping. Does it look like something that would require surgery? I don't think so. I think you're going to be able to get that disc calmed down. Yeah, yeah. And and so we just saw this. Uh, it's already healed on the energetic level. It's going to integrate into your body. That can happen instantly. It can take days, weeks, months. May need some kind of complementary care, like physical therapy or something like that. But no, I don't. Right now, I'm not getting that you're going to need surgery for this. Good. Okay, that was my I think concern. You it. So yeah. you want back surgery? <laughs> no, no, I understand. Well, I hope you feel better. I hope it helps. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You are most welcome. Looks like our next caller is Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Julie. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you, girl? Good. Terrific. Where are you, girl? I am from uh, Southern California right now. Oh, so, God. What is nice this tonight? Two, two SoCal girls. Where are you? Are you in Orange County or L.A.? or um, L.A. County, Antelope Valley. Oh, yeah. Okay. Great. My husband lived in Victorville for a while Mm -hmm. as a child, not too far from you. Terrific. Got a question for me? Yes, I do. Um, For the past couple of years, I've had these episodes where it's, um, it feels like I'm going under anesthesia or I'm just drugged and I don't have any warning. It just kind of comes on out of nowhere. And when I go through that, it feels like um, I have to stop what I'm doing, and I also can't, it feels like I can't almost think straight also. And um, just recently, the last, I would say like the last four or five months, I've been having um, lower abdominal pains, and I don't know if it's related to that or not. So my my question would be like, what's causing me to feel like I'm going under anesthesia? And the lower abdominal pains, I don't know if that's something I would need surgery for. Or not. I had an MRI. They found a small hernia, but they said it wouldn't be that. So I don't know if they're connected, but I'm concerned. Yeah. When you say you feel like you're going under anesthesia, does that mean that you just feel spacey? Like you're just kind of a brain fog kind of thing or like you're losing consciousness? It's almost like I'm having the energy sucked out of me. It's, it's, 
it's like all of a sudden I have no energy to do anything. And it used to be, it used to get to the point where I couldn't even form sentences. And it actually, it just happened to me like an hour and a half ago. And I, I feel a little bit better um, now. I don't know if the two are related, but yeah, it's not tired. It's not exhaustion. It's, I don't know what it is. Do you find that it's when you need to eat? Is it low blood sugar? It happened. Actually, I ate before it happened again. Um, I can't find a rhyme or reason for it. Okay. All right. Let me get you on my radar. Let's see what's going on. What I'm getting is leaky gut and brain fog. Because before I even get you on my radar while we're chit-chatting, and this is the case during private sessions too, when I'm talking with clients individually, we're chit-chatting back and forth. I'm zapping on you the whole time and we're getting, I'm getting what I call divine downloads of information being downloaded into my head. So while we're chit-chatting, I'm working behind the scenes even before I get you on my radar. So going in, all right, here we go. Comes my laser beam heading to you in Antelope Valley. All right, got you shooting energy. Yeah, you got leaky gut. You got this is brain fog and leaky gut. That would yeah, explain yeah. why I feel better because I actually changed my diet, Julie. I I took out all additives, preservatives, everything. I took out gluten and dairy. Is that would that make me better then? That's gonna help. Yeah, a lot. You've got do you have gas and bloating, itchy rear end, any of that kind of stuff? Yes, I didn't want to yeah, mention that, yeah. but since you I brought it up. <laughs> I know. I, I call that itchy butt syndrome. It's IBS, itchy butt syndrome. Some people think it's irritable bowel. I call it itchy butt syndrome. So, um, yeah, that's all overgrowth of yeast. And so I'm clearing out the yeast. I've got the the leaky gut. I'm stitching it up right now. This is completely fixable. Completely fixable. Oh, so. I don't need surgery what, for this? No. Here's what you can do. I would do, no, 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 no. You can do the gut biome test. So, uh, viome.com. And then at the checkout, you put in Julie Ryan, just my name, all together, no spaces. And you'll get less than half off. Well, we have this in the show notes too. So, we'll, we'll it'll be an easy link for you. That's number one. Number two Yeast loves anything that's processed, Elizabeth, and that can be sugar, any kind of crackers, any kind of bread, anything that that you think. I always think to myself, did God make this or did man make this in a factory? Man made it, stay away from it. Not for life, just for the short run. Yeah, cut that Yeast all love- out last week and I feel so Perfect. much better. That's crazy. Perfect. Perfect. Yeast loves anything fermented. Mm-hmm. Wine, beer, alcohol, kimchi, sauerkraut, yogurt, kombucha. I talked to a gal today. She says, I drink kombucha every day. My stomach's killing me. I said, stop. Stop doing it. So anything fermented, stay away from. If you're going to eat fruit, Elizabeth, peel it because there's lots of yeast on the peel of fruit. I don't expect you to peel a blueberry or a grape, but certainly buy organic as much as you can. And then Freeze and reheat leftovers because yeast gets on leftovers and then we ingest it. And then lastly, you want to get a hold of some nice statin, NY, 
N-I-S-T-A-T-I-N, Nystatin. It's a prescription and that's going to help. It's an antifungal, kills yeast on contact, stays in the GI tract. You want to get a hold of some of that. So they're both connected, correct? Yes. I believe you get your gut healthy and, uh, you know, the brain fog's going to go away. It's, it's no joke. I, I've had a, a yeast, like yeast problems in the, in the past that turned into a fungal infection in my blood. And I had to take care of it because the doctors didn't, they weren't aware of anything. So, but I wasn't sure, you know, <laughs> I wasn't sure what's yeah. going on. They're- they're not educated on it, Elizabeth, because it's a lot of a lot of doctors think that it isn't real, but there are thousands of research papers about it, and um, and so I the other thing I would do is I would consider doing a consult with Dr. Amasanti, who I talk about in London. She can't prescribe anything for you, but she can help you get your gut really healthy, and she's Dr. A-M-A-S-A-N-T-I.com, dramasanti.com And we'll have that in the show notes too. And you can usually get in to see her fairly quickly and she can do a Zoom with you. They just take one consult. She's going to give you a bunch of suggestions that will help you get your gut healthy in short order. And then this other stuff's going to go away. Um, would cardamom help? That's my last question. I'm sorry. I woke up and I heard cardamom in my head and I don't know why. Would that help or is that something that popped in my head? Like, I didn't even know what it was. And I'm like, why is that in my head? <laughs> it's been it's been my experience, Elizabeth, that herbs and spices and stuff like that, a lot of the time are full of mold and yeast. Okay. So I think in the short run, until you get some nice statin and you get your gut really healing, what I have found is that it can really just exacerbate the problem. Oh, that's, that's odd because I asked my guides, what should I take? And they said that, and I looked it up and it was for digestive problems and for gut problems. So I didn't know, but so I thought I'd just ask you. All right. Thank you yeah. so much. I appreciate it. What you bet. You'll, you'll, you're going to, you're going to be good as new. You're going to, yes. you're going to feel great here shortly. Julie, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth bedding. I love them and so will you. We do the show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central and 5 Pacific. If you want to join, all you have to do is just go to AskJulieRyanShow.com, AskJulieRyanShow.com, and that gets you right in. It's super, super easy, and uh, and then we'll get you on the show, and I'll get to talk to you, and I'll get to, uh, get to see what your question is and see what Spirit has to say about it. 
So spirit works through me and with me to help facilitate healing, to help talk to deceased loved ones, whatever. So it's a collaborative effort. And you'll hear me say, I'm doing this. It's spirit working through me and with me. I used to say we're doing it and it freaked people out. (laughs) That was pretty funny. So I just went back to saying, I'm doing this. This information is everywhere on my website. It's on all of our social media channels. Everything's at Ask Julie Ryan, website AskJulieRyan.com. And uh, so you can find that. It's always in the show notes as well. We'll post a note the day of the show just to remind you to call in. And I always send out a uh, an email the day of the show too, just with a reminder and with whatever the question of the week is. So remember, Ask Julie Ryan Live, Tuesday night, June 20th, 8 p.m. Eastern. Go to AskJulieRyan.com forward slash live to sign up. And that, it'll be a blast. Everybody that comes just always sends me notes and stuff and says, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. And then Angels Enlightenment Training is online. It's self-paced. You can access it anytime. Just uh, go on AskJulieRyan.com. You'll see it. And then we are planning a way for the first Ask Julie Ryan live training in Atlanta. And that is November 3rd through the 5th. And uh, it's going to be spectacular, you guys. Oh, my gosh. We're going to raise the roof. The vibration's going to be so high. It's going to be just a blast. And you'll get to learn how to do all the stuff that I do. So everything you need is at AskJulieRyan.com. All right, the question this week comes from Sarah, and Sarah lives in Ephrat, Israel. And she says, Hi, Julie. I listened to your fascinating interview with Alex Ferrari. One of the things I've been wondering about is animal spirits. I've heard the various mediums I've listened to about our pets that transcend to the other side. What about all the poor slaughtered animals for the food and fur industries? Do they transcend to an afterlife? Thank you. You're doing wonderful work. Sarah, here's my response. Hi, Sarah. What a great question, one I had never thought of. It's been my experience that all animals, and people for that matter, go to what some call heaven, regardless of how they transition. In researching this topic for you, I consulted my spirit guides who said all spirits, whether they be a one-celled amoeba, animal, or anthropoid, transitions from its form in our reality, from its form in our reality, like if you're a human or you're a bug or whatever, whatever that you are in this reality, we transition back to pure energy, and that's what I call spirit. By the way, spirit, soul, same thing. I use the word spirit because I think soul has a religious connotation to it. So you'll hear me talk about spirit. And then I went on to say, that's why our deceased pet spirits are present when we're transitioning. See my 12 phases of transition. There's a chart, AskJulieRyan.com, go to the 12 phases of transition. There's a free chart you can download and it'll show you how we're surrounded by angels and the spirits of deceased loved ones and pets as we're dying. And they show themselves to me when we're transitioning and they're in heaven with their human loved ones when we get there. Furthermore, my guys have often told me all spirits choose what they want to experience in each lifetime and expand with each incarnation. This applies to animals too. 
It's like how we really don't grasp something until we experience it. Think of when you were learning to drive a car. You could read something instructional or watch a how to drive movie. You could even watch somebody else drive, but you didn't really get it until you were actually doing the driving yourself. Lastly, although it's unfathomable for us to understand why any animal would want to be slaughtered, it's feasible that an animal's mission in a lifetime may be to solely provide food and warmth to others. Hope that clarifies things for you. So Ms. Sarah from Israel, thank you for submitting that question. I, I thought that was really insightful. And certainly lots of of thoughts about about eating animals, the, you know, the vegans and the vegetarians don't like that. And then there are other thoughts on the opposite side of the spectrum that say one cow can feed, I don't know, a whole bunch of people for a whole year. And when we don't have animals that are contributing to the soil and, and all of the ecosystem, that when crops are harvested, it kills bugs and frogs and all kinds of other living things. So, you know, lots of schools of thought on this. Just do what resonates for you. So thanks, Sarah. Looks like Clay's next. Hi, Clay. Hi, Julie. How are you? Good. What are you holding? Okay, so this is a hairless guinea pig, and he is absolutely why I called in. Clay, I got to tell you something funny. It's so funny. You know how I always say our thoughts create our reality? Well, I was at my girlfriend's house, took her out to dinner. It was her birthday this weekend. And I was at her house on Sunday evening and I walked in and she had this little furry thing in like a little baby playpen. And I said, what is that? A guinea pig? Well, it was a baby Shih Tzu dog. And I posted a picture of it on my social media clay, but I thought it was a guinea pig. I mean, all I could see was this little shape that looked like a baby guinea pig to me. And so I'm thinking of guinea pigs and here you are with your guinea pig on camera. Hilarious. This is the hairless one. We do have one that um, has hair as well, but this is the one that doesn't meander too much. He likes to just snuggle. The other one likes to adventure. Oh my gosh. I had a guinea pig. My siblings and I did growing up. Its name was Ralph. (laughs) Oh, I love Ralph. What's your guy's name? Um, This is Squiggy Smalls and then Squiggly. Squiggy. Yep, Squiggy. And then the other one is Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby has hair. (laughs) After the NASCAR movie. That's hysterical. Oh my gosh. Girlfriend name. Ricky Bobby. Hilarious. Well, good. Well, where are you and Squiggy? Um, we're in our living room right now with three other dogs. In my so where is that? What city? Oh, Greenville, South Carolina. Sorry. Okay. That's all right. Where is your living room? I was going to ask you. Greenville. Okay. That or down, down here? here? I probably would have told you in the house. <laughs> how they how they say it where in South Carolina and Alabama, where I, where I am, um, they say Greenville. Greenville, South Carolina. Right. Yep. Yeah. Well, what's going on with Squiggy? He just wanted to make his cameo appearance this evening. Yeah, Squiggy is just a star, basically. But um, he is not at all what I'm on here for. We, um, okay, so this is a little interesting. We moved into this apartment in December. And um, it was a very quick move in. And um, we got everything settled rather quickly and stuff. And we immediately started, like, 
upon entry, really, immediately started noticing this shadow figure that is in the bathroom that my girlfriend uses. So, you know, I mean, it didn't like mess with anything or didn't freak her out or anything. So we were just kind of like, okay, cool. We'll chill with it. So we don't mind like the spirit world at all. Like we don't like dark energy, but you know, like at all, but like we use like rocks and sage and like we do all of that stuff. So we're kind of chill with the little ghost thing. And I've seen it. She's seen it. Like when she's taking a shower, the air vent is like way on the other side of the bathroom, but she'll all of a sudden get like a cold chill over her feet or, um, you know, like just there's this little shadow figure. And earlier, this is actually what prompted the call in today. Um, the Oh, this ghost, I guess, if people call it that, the spirit, this entity, whatever it is, um, also will like move things in the house. It's very strange, like um, a case of water got moved. Um, so just random things kind of happen here. OK, nothing bad, just random. Um, then today we found that she was sitting on the couch and all of a sudden like started getting upset at one of the dogs for going in the bathroom. Well, the bathroom door stays shut. So she thought, oh, we left it open or whatever. No, the bathroom door was shut. So we're assuming that she saw this, this shadow figure go into the bathroom again, but it stays in the bathroom. Like we have never seen it anywhere else in the house. Can you just help us understand? And if it is something bad, can you please make sure it knows that it is politely invited to go to the other side? Yeah, yeah. It's a spirit and it's calling itself Martin. Now, now Martin. Clay, Martin. Martin. What is she saying? What? I'm sorry. Yeah, she, we're on mute. So that's all. She just no, said, no, she can come in. She can come in. And she can be in the picture. What's your girlfriend's name? Hannah, you've actually worked with both of us before. Interestingly awesome. enough, we love you, by the way. It is wonderful to be on the show. This is Hannah. Hi, girl. Hi, girl. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Yeah, Martin. Martin's saying he's a relative of yours, Clay. So you, are your grandparents still alive? My grandmother is on my dad's side. I told but you it was y'all's energy and not mine. Um, so my only living grandparent that, okay. So my mom was adopted, so I'm not a hundred percent sure on that side. Um, my grandmother on that side, I think is still alive, but I don't, I don't know her. Um, but then my dad's mom is still alive. I'm very close to her, but everybody else is deceased. Okay. It's on your mom's side. He's, he's like, great, great. He's a great, great relative. He was, I think he, he's like a great, great uncle. My husband, Tim, would call that a double great, <laughs> double great, triple great. <laughs> and, and so he is your, he's your main spirit guide. And so that's why he's around you. He's the main what? Sorry. He's your main spirit guide. He's your spirit guide. Ooh, yeah. Cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm. Yeah, yeah, he's there, and he's, he's, you can talk to him anytime, just say, hey, Martin, you know, you need to, you need to, like, get out of the bathroom, and, and spirits don't care about seeing us naked, you know, we think, oh, God, that's just awful, you know, that they're seeing us in the shower or whatever, they could care less, it, that's just a body, it's like you, you might as well have a, you know, a Donald Duck 
costume on or something. It doesn't matter to them at all. But the reason why he likes to stay in the bathroom is because he says that's the only place where you're not um, preoccupied with other things, either talking to Hannah, playing with the animals on a screen. I don't go in that bathroom at all. That's the only room in the house that I really don't go in because we use different bathrooms. Okay. Well, that's that's where he hangs out because he says the bathroom is is where you're not occupied. He's good chance he's in the other bathroom as well. And you may just have seen him in that bathroom because you're going in looking for him. But he hangs out in the bathrooms because you're not occupied. I mean, you know, you're busy in there, but but you know how people, Clay, will say, well, gosh, gosh I, I get, get my best, best ideas when I'm in the shower, shower. <laughs> or I get my best ideas when I'm getting dressed in the morning or just waking up or something like that. And my brain isn't, isn't preoccupied doing other things. So yeah, that's why he's hanging out. And he's your spirit guy, but he, he also likes to, to hang around Hannah too and give her information and give her ideas. Spirit's never going to control what we're doing, but they're going to put ideas into our heads. You know, have you ever had a situation, Clay, where you think that, um, Oh my gosh, I keep I keep forgetting to change the light bulb on the back porch or something and you keep you keep having that thought repeat in your head. Well, those thoughts are being planted in your head. Spirit doesn't care how long it takes you to do something or if you ever do something. They're just there to help you. So when you need some assistance, just say, Hey Martin, here's what I need. Can you help me? And he's gonna answer you and it's gonna feel like a thought in your head. It's gonna come in instantly. Okay. So Martin it is. So Martin is safe to be here. We're good with Martin. Oh, yeah. All spirits are pure love. That whole evil spirit thing, Clay, is just nonsense. It's been concocted by religions and civilizations to control the masses with fear. It's It doesn't exist. All spirits are pure love. That whole evil spirit thing. If somebody is saying, oh, every once in a while I'll have somebody that will uh, call it, call me and they'll say, oh, I got this evil spirit. It's telling me all this bad stuff. I said, that's your brain. That's not spirit. Spirit's pure love. Yeah, that's that's you. That's your stuff. So, okay. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. So, so talk to him. Well, we have an Ancestry and a 23andMe account. My mom does because she recently found her biological family within the last five years. So we're going to go start digging in the site and find Martin. Find Martin. Yes, you found. Let me know what you find out. You found my necklace. Um, I don't know if you remember <gasps> yeah. me asking about tax uh, ashes. So you're 100% dead on, like you're the real deal. So we're going to go look at Anstress, Ancestry and find Martin. Yeah, and it may be that Martin is his middle name or Martin might have been a nickname, but I bet you find a Martin. I bet you do that. Tell everybody about your dog tags. Oh, so this is actually a necklace. Um, it says my whole heart on one side and it has my dog's name on the other tack and um unfortunately she passed away right before she turned 12 about a year and a half ago now um and she was my service dog and so it's been really really hard to get through i still have a lot of issues with it um but all of a sudden i couldn't find the necklace and so i started panicking you know like that was a lot of what kind of kept me through it and um and I called in and I said, Julie, I'm losing my mind. I can't find this necklace. Like, 
I feel like my dog is like finally gone, gone, and I'm not okay with that. And so we talked and, um, and basically Julie actually picked up on a bracelet that was in my car that also has tax ashes in it. Um, and we later found the necklace, um, with tax ashes in it still as well. So she was able to fully recover like the items that have my dog in them. Um, so now the, the urn sits on my bedside table. That might be weird to people. To me, it's comforting. Um, some of the ashes are in my necklace. I wear it all day, every day. And then the, the bracelet that has an urn stays in the car actually around the, um, drive shift so that it never goes anywhere. And she's always in the car with me. Oh, how wonderful. I'm so glad you found that stuff. Yes. Thank you. You are most welcome. Well, thanks for calling in and sending you guys big hugs. Thanks. Hugs to you too, Julie. We love you. Love you back. Looks like our next caller is Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you, my girl? I'm doing good. Terrific. Where are you? I am in Dalton, Georgia. Oh, close by. Close by to Sweet Home, Alabama. That's where they make lots of carpeting. Dalton, Georgia, isn't that the carpet capital of the world or something? Yes, it is, yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Well, you got a question for me? Um, I really was just very curious about this. This is my first time watching your show, but I thought maybe I would jump in and ask. Um, I saw where you offer uh, about talking to a deceased loved one. Yes. And so I was going to ask you about that. Okay. Who do you want to talk to? Um, she, I considered her my mamma is what I called her. Um, but we weren't actually blood related, but to me, she was my mamma. And so, yeah, that's her. Her name's Sharon. Oh, and how long she been gone, Danielle? Um, a little over a year. No, I'm sorry. Okay, I had a Meemaw who I adored, and you had a Mamaw, so pretty close. All right, so how this works is our heads are big satellite dishes. They receive and they transmit frequencies. Every spirit has a frequency they keep throughout all their lifetimes, and in order to get in touch with them, all you have to do is just think of them, and that tunes our satellite dish head to their frequency, much like if you watch satellite TV or use satellite radio in your car, you tune it to a station, And then you get whatever's being broadcast on that frequency, on that station. Spirit's the same way. So all you have to do is think of her. She immediately comes right in, Danielle. And then you just ask her something, either aloud or in your head. And she's going to answer you and it's going to come in instantly. It's going to feel like a thought in your head. How you know that's coming from your mamma is it comes in as fast as you can snap your fingers or before. And sometimes they'll answer you, Spirit will answer you before you've even had the thought thought out all the way. And that's just because time doesn't exist in the spirit world. Time's a human creation. So she's got your thought before you've even thought it out. And so what happens when you think of her is it opens a two-way communication, kind of like a two-way radio kind of thing. So did you have a question for her just to get the conversation started? Um, or something you wanted to say to her? 
I didn't get to tell her bye. <clears throat> um, so I guess I just want her to know that I love her and I miss her very much. <laughs> when you said I didn't get to tell her bye, she said that was appropriate because I'm still around you all the time. Her spirit's around you all the time. Yeah, I can feel her. Yeah. So do you talk to her? In my head sometimes, yeah. Great, great. And then that first thought that, yeah, that first thought that comes in, she's showing me yellow birds, like yellow wild canaries. Do you have birds that come to your house? Do you have a bird feeder or did she have a bird feeder? She's showing me wild canaries, yellow ones. <laughs> I have these birds that have been, they, we built them a birdhouse outside of our window, but They've just been going crazy for the last month and like they will literally fly around to every single window in the house and like peck on the window and then go to the next one every day. And they say it's a territorial thing. That's why they do it. But um, yeah, we have the yellow ones and blue ones and red ones. We have all kinds. Okay. So they're letting you know that she's around you. They're knocking on your windows going, hey. It's Mama, I'm here. Um, you know, just know it's not your mama. It's her sending those birds. But yeah, she she was showing me the yellow ones. And the yellow ones, if you look up the significance of yellow, the color yellow, you'll find that it's it's like sunshine from heaven is what it means. And it means joy and it means happiness. And she's letting you know through sending those yellow, especially birds to you that she's around you and she's happy and she's joyful and she's in heaven and all is well in the world and in heaven. Yeah. So practice talking to her and, and just, and then do my online training, training the angels and enlightenment training, and you'll get really good at doing that. And it comes with practice sessions that are live that you can work with one of my graduates of my, my in-person class and they will really help you ramp up your skills. And you can talk to her. You can talk to anybody you want who's deceased. Whether you knew them or not is irrelevant. You just think of them. You want to talk to Elvis? You just think of Elvis. And you can talk to Elvis or whoever you, whoever you want to talk to. So I hope that helps. Okay. Thanks for calling. You bet. Looks like Mari snags. Hi, Mari. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? I'm doing good. Terrific. Where are you? I'm in Chicago. Okay. Terrific. Got a question for me? I do, and it's it's a crazy question. I went into the doctor yesterday um, just because, you know, it was a routine. I had to go in, and... You know, I told them, you know, it feels like I had like a urinary tract infection. I said, you know, it comes with my job. You know, you're a teacher. You can't get to the bathroom. You don't drink a lot of water. So I said, you know, I don't usually get a lot of the symptoms that go with it. But I kind of know when my body says, I think I might have one. So they did all the tests for it. And talking with the doctor and stuff like that, she came back today and she said, yeah, it looks like you do have one. And I said, okay, that's what I thought. So she prescribed some medication, but then she also went on and said, well, there's some other stuff in your, in, in the test. She said, we think you might have something going on with your kidneys. And then she went on to go 
you know, say it might be diabetes and it could also be blood pressure. And then she also went on to say she thinks that my hormones are out of whack. So she went on to say a whole array of things. And I said, well, are all those things wrong with me? You know, that I didn't even know and I didn't even feel. So I kind of wanted to see if you could do a scan on me and kind of see what's going on. Um, is it my kidneys? I mean, I don't know. Are my hormones yeah. out of whack? It's just weird. How young are you? I'm 46. Okay. All right. That's young. All right. Let me get you on my radar. You know how this works. Here comes my laser babe from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading to you up in Chicago. All right. Got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. You look inflamed. Your whole body looks inflamed, which just looks like red fog on body parts, Marty. And so I'm getting that calmed down with anti-inflammatory energy, which is a royal blue color, just so I can get underneath it to see what's going on. I do get your pre-diabetic. I'm in your left kidney right now. I think that your UTI is probably spreading up into your kidney and they probably found maybe some little traces of blood in your kidney or I mean in your urine or something coming from your kidney. So imagine there's there's a spiral of energy that's spinning inside your left kidney. Your right kidney looks okay. It's the left one that looks like it's problematic. Is is your back kind of aching by any chance? Do you have any discomfort? I Well, that's exactly what I knew because the left side of my back was kind of hurting a little bit. Not a lot, but it was a little bit of a discomfort. And I said, I think that that's what it is because I never get any of the other symptoms except for that. So I said, oh, but it is. It's my left side. Yeah, yeah. You got a bacterial infection because I'm seeing antibacterial energy, Mari. And antibacterial energy looks like hot pink, kind of a fuchsia, more pink than purple. And so that's being applied there and being applied in your bladder as well and um, your urinary tract and all of that. So did she give you antibiotics? What did she give you? She did. Um, she just told me, you know, go to the pharmacy. I sent you a prescription. I don't know what it is. I have to, I still have to go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go get on that. Go get on that. Cause those UTIs can ramp up. Those things hurt like a son of a gun when you've got those. Yeah. And you don't want to be messing around with your kidneys either when that's going on. So I do, I do get pre-diabetic, which affects the kidneys as well. So stay low on the food chain. You know, if God made it, eat it. If man made it in factory, do your best to avoid it. And that'll help a lot. So I'm getting that removed. We're irrigating out your bladder. Your bladder's got a spiral of energy spinning in there. And um, and uh, I'm seeing like little tiny, um, and this is symbolic, Mari, the little sugar granules that are in your bladder. So that's just representing pre-diabetes or diabetes. So I would do that. Hormones out of whack, shut some estrogen into you. Kind of look like a little bit of a wilting plant. <laughs> that's what I see when women need some estrogen. So did that. I think it would make sense for you to find a functional medicine doctor who can treat all of this. Dr. Amasanti, who you hear me talk about, is is a really good resource to start. And then she can point you in the direction of 
doctors that are there in your area that can help. A really good way to find somebody that does the bioidentical hormones, and that's what you want. You don't want the synthetic hormones. You want the bioidentical hormones. And they're the exact molecular composition of what our bodies make when we're young and fertile aged. Uh, Call a couple of compounding pharmacies in your area. Do you know what that is? Have you ever heard that term? A compounding pharmacy is like an old-fashioned pharmacy that makes prescriptions from scratch for their different clients instead of just pouring pills out of a big bottle into a little little container for a prescription from Big Pharma. So you want to use bioidentical hormones. They're the exact molecular composition of what our bodies make when we're young and fertile. The synthetic hormones have extra molecules added to their formulas so that they can be patented. Those are the ones you want to stay away from. But call a couple of compounding pharmacies. If you just do an internet search for compounding pharmacies and put in your zip code, it'll populate with pharmacies in your area. And just call them and ask them who's a a doctor that's prescribing through them. And I prefer that you find a GYN. An OBGYN, OB, they may not be doing OB anymore, but at least find a GYN because they're experts on girly parts and we're talking about girly parts here. So that'll help. But yeah. Um, And she ran a whole bunch of tests on me um, because we were talking a little bit about, am I still fertile? Am I not fertile? I was talking about maybe having another, you know, having a kid. And then we went into a whole bunch of other stuff and I told her about, I thought it was a UTI, but then she prescribed a whole bunch of blood work and urine tests. And this is where we're at right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, good. So you were led to go there and, and that's great that maybe you can just use her. She's a GYN. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Continue with her, go get that antibiotic the, tonight and get on it. Take, drink tons of water. I want you to be peeing like a racehorse. Get all that stuff out of there, okay? And uh, got that just um, uh, irrigating all of that out. And you've got antibiotic energy in you too. So you're, you're going to be just fine. But get on that tonight. Okay. Yes, I definitely will once I get on. All right. Hope you feel better. Thank you so much. You bet. Bye-bye. Hi, Naomi. Hi. How are you, girl? I'm good. I'm calling from San Francisco. Wonderful. How are things out there? Foggy. <laughs> well, it kind of goes with the territory, doesn't it? Isn't that what they're known for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just bring scarves everywhere. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. My hair would look. My hair would look like wet spaghetti. It would that. That would just be. I'd have to wear it in a ponytail all the time. So anyways, I digress. You got a question for me? Yeah. Um, I uh, recently cracked a molar and the I went to like a couple of different dentists and they were all agreeing that um, it just had to be removed. It was like not savable. And so... Last week it got removed, like extracted. Before that, it was actually starting to, um, like the nerves ended up dying and 
I just got like this stream of, I think it was probably either bacteria or something, but I just like felt it in my mouth. And then once it was extracted, I was like, okay, like it's gone. Good. But um, I'm wondering if you can see like what's going on. And also um, it's on my left side and I'm like wondering because I felt it like during the time, like kind of um, almost like go down my neck. And then I was, it was like affecting other things in my body. And then, um, and I was wondering, like, do you notice like anything going on, on like the bottom set of my teeth on like the left side? I don't know. I don't know. A lot's going on with like my, my teeth and uh, <laughs> so I was oh, just wondering if you have, could like to see what's going on. Yeah, and you have beautiful teeth. You got movie star teeth. So uh, yeah, they're gorgeous. All right. So while you were talking, I was already up on your upper left side in that space where they extracted that. I am not seeing an infection right now. It looks to me like like it's still healing and there's drainage. Should they give you antibiotics? Do the doctors give you antibiotics for when they extracted it? No. They said there was no infection. It just needed to come out because it was cracked. Yeah, it was completely cracked. And um, and when they took an x-ray, there was a like almost like an abscess at like the tip of it in my bone. And so, Ugh. yeah, it just kind of needed to come out. And so I think that's also just healing right now yeah. too. Is it seeping? Do you Are you getting a discharge from it? Are you getting like a... It, that's what it looks like to me. Like there's some kind of a discharge. And so what are they saying? Are they going to put an implant in there? Um, so that, so I was thinking about it, getting an implant. And then my aunt was saying how years ago, her dentist, um, she cracked, she cracked a similar tooth and they actually had to extract it. And her dentist said, because it's like the last like molar, um, he recommended just for her to wear a night guard and to keep her teeth in place, but she didn't need an implant. And so she went without and she said that it's fine. She just wears the night guard all the time. Um, so I'm like wondering what I should do, but I'm in the stage right now where it's healing. And so I'm just kind of deciding I've been looking at the bone while we've been chit-chatting back and forth, and it doesn't look infected to me, Naomi, but it looks like a hole in there. It looks like it's left like a, a crater in the bone there. So what I've used, I, spirit working through me and with me, is I've put some stem cell energy in there to regenerate the bone. There's a little vortex that's spinning outside of it just to regenerate the bone in case you want an implant. So let's ask Spirit, is it in Naomi's best interest to get an implant where she had the tooth extracted? I'm getting a yes before the question's even out all the way. Mm -hmm. I'm getting a yes on that. It doesn't show when you smile. I can't see it because it's way in the back of your mouth. Yeah, yeah all, all the way in the back. The dentist was yeah. like, if there was any tooth, 
that could have gone. That was the best tooth. And I'm like, okay, I guess. But yeah, yeah. I mourned. Yeah. I mourned over it. So. Oh, yeah. So the other thing I did was I added some stem cell energy to your gum tissue where it was extracted and down into the crater, you know, where the tooth was just in the root and all of that, just to keep that healing quickly and easily and completely. I am not seeing an infection at all. Okay, good. So I think that's that's good. Yeah. Did they tell you to... They tell you to rinse your mouth with salt water? Yeah, I've been doing that. Okay, good. All right. Well, I hope you feel better. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Hi, Nick. Hey, how are you? I'm terrific. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Great. Where are are you? You look like you're in your car. I am. I just got back from a trip, and I'm in Greenfield, Indiana. Okay. Terrific. Where were you? Someplace fun, I hope. I actually was. I was golfing with my father-in-law. <laughs> Where? Oh, just in a in, in a, a different, different city, city or just, just in a, a course yeah, near you? Minutes away. Wonderful. Um, I just have a question. Um, I've actually been feeling off for a few years, and I've been to the doctor many times trying to figure out What's going on? And you, you know how doctors say say nothing's wrong with you. And I don't know if it's like uh, just maybe like an anxiety thing or if something's really wrong in my body. And I was just wondering if you could scan me and maybe give me a lead because it's uh, just stuff that's really bad. And for me as personal life and my family, and I just want to try to get a jump on making it better if I could. Can you give me an idea of what some symptoms are that you're experiencing, Nick? Um, some stuff would be, uh, I get dizzy a lot. Um, I'd have muscle pain through my neck. Uh, I've actually thought it was like Lyme disease and then mold. And I, I've had pointed every which way, but that every test I ever get says nothing's wrong. With me. Um, I don't know, I'm kind of a loss, but it's been for a long time now. So. Okay. Do you have a mold issue in your home? Um, we did a long time ago, probably six years ago at my old house, and then we moved away. But um, I was definitely exposed to it, but I don't know if that could possibly be it or not. I'm currently seeing okay. a doctor, a, a naturalist who thinks that's probably it, but I just started with her and uh, they want you to go on tons of different protocols and I just want to make sure that could be it too, so... Yeah, let me get you on my radar. We'll be able to see what's going on with that. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam. Sweet home Alabama heading up to the Hoosier State in Indiana. All right, got you. I grew up in Ohio, so that's how I know that. Okay, got you. And shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Yeah, you got mold and yeast. Mold and yeast overgrowth. And they usually go hand in hand. So the dizziness thing, it comes and goes. Does it, is it worse when you lay down at night? Is it just kind of all the time? It's just totally random. Um, it's like a pressure thing, almost like in my sinuses too, like in my head. Um, but yeah. it definitely makes focusing a problem. I uh, okay. me on some yeah. binders and stuff like that. Yeah, that's called brain fog. And so, yeah, I say it feels like a hangover without the headache. 
where your brain just doesn't feel right. Now, you know, that's been a long time since I experienced a hangover, like decades, but long before you were ever thought of, let alone born. So, all right. So I'm what I'm doing is I'm clearing all of that out. What I mentioned earlier on the yeast overgrowth, did you, I don't know if you heard that, stay low on the food chain. Yeast loves any kind of refined anything, sugar, you know, any kind of bread, crackers, cookies, chips, that kind of stuff. You don't have to give it up for life. Just give it up in the short run and um, do that kind of stuff. Stay away from fermented things, wine, beer, alcohol, kimchi, sauerkraut, yogurt, vinegar, that kind of stuff. Peel fruit if you're going to eat it. Freeze and reheat leftovers and get a hold of some nice statin. Have your doctor prescribe nice statin. Think of New York and Staten Island. That's how I tell people to remember it. Mold, so she'll probably know what yeah. it is. Perfect. I believe that's what's going on. So what's happening now while we're talking, you know, I'm a girl, so I can multitask. It's one of our superpowers as women. So I am removing the mold while we're talking. I can see it happening in my mind's eye. I've stitched up your leaky gut and that's going to help a lot. The food thing, if you can stay really pretty dedicated to eating healthy. And also I would do the gut biome test. You hear me talk about Nick, biome, V-I-O-M-E.com. And then at checkout, use Julie Ryan altogether. We'll have the link in the show notes. It'll be easy for you to get that. I would do that because that's going to tell you what your superfoods are to incorporate into your diet and what the foods are for you to avoid. And then everything else, eat this a lot, eat this a little. So that'll help a lot too. And nystatin is the key because people tell me all the time and I work with people all over the world that have this and I had it for the first 40 years of my life. But what I hear all the time is I've been really diligent on my diet for years and I haven't gotten better. Nystatin is the key. When they get on nystatin, it wipes out the yeast overgrowth and then the body can heal. So that's what you want to get hold of. Okay, so I hope that helps. Hope you feel better. All right, I appreciate it. Have a great evening. Thank you, you too. Bye, Nick. All righty, everybody. That's it for this week. Sending you lots of love from Sweet Home, Alabama. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.